0: Well, okie-dokie, artichokey, we are back. <laughs> it's a beautiful Saturday morning. Looks like oh, we're going to have a great weekend uh, weather-wise, which is perfect for all the things you want to do around the state, like the Ann Arbor Art Fair. Mm-hmm. They had to close down for a little bit on, uh, I think, it was <laughs> Thursday when we had stores. Yeah, yeah. But it's looking uh, really nice, high of 82 both days. So for the Concert of Colors in Detroit... Or the Armenia Festival in Royal Oak, and the farmers market there. Perfect weather for just about anything you want to do this weekend. Uh, stuff around the house. Uh, I'm I'm thinking maybe later today to cool off, uh, setting up the sprinkler, putting on my trunks, and just running back and forth.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> remember, do that.
0: Remember doing yes. that as a, as a it, kid? Running through the sprinkler was a laugh riot.
1: It was so fun. We always did that because in Phoenix, it was like, you know, 100 million degrees. And we even had a pool, but we also, you know, we preferred the sprinklers.
0: (laughs) Something about just, you know, lining up and running through it and uh, getting soaked and then turning around and coming and getting back in the line. It was just, uh, it was a funny thing. And then if you were really cool, you had a slip and slide. Slip
1: and slide. Or if you were in the Carmen family, you had plastic black... Black trash bags, and you cut them open and you slid on those. Really? Yes. Okay.
0: I was going to say, uh, slip and slides are probably too dangerous to tell today, but a plastic garbage bag. I know
1: worse, way <laughs> worse.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Things were so much simpler then. I know. Um, our Employee of the Day Award goes to Cam Carmen, who is here this morning out of her uh, dedication to this broadcast excellence on our program. And the reason I bring that up is because Cam actually went to a wedding last night and still got up early this morning.
1: (laughs) Although I am dragging my wagon, um, I'm here and it was so much fun. It was our friend Renee Vitale and uh, it was just great. She's just a happy person. Her husband is wonderful. It was just it was great. It was good fun. Good time. Well
0: congratulations to Renee and her husband. I know mm-hmm. you guys uh, went to a kind of a surprise proposal party for yeah,
1: on Halloween, yeah, uh,
0: on Halloween, and uh, mm-hmm. now they were married. So in uh, today's context, in 2023, how are weddings different than they were years past? Are they still the same, you know when you get to the reception, uh, you know, a DJ, everybody dancing, have things changed much?
1: You know, not much. They had theirs uh, in kind of a uh, restaurant-type situation that was outside. The ceremony was outside, and then the reception was inside. And everything was, um, you know, like pretty traditional, but the uh, ceremony, short and sweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of how we like it, right? Yes, yes, we do. But, uh, yeah, it was – and then we moved into the dining room, and then we moved back to the bar, so it was – it was perfect.
0: Okay. Well, we're glad everybody's here this morning. And that includes our producer and sports director on the great Michigan weekend, Dave Rieger, who later on will be reviewing two movies he saw this week, Barbie and Oppenheimer. So <laughs> if you haven't had a chance to to hear an actual review, a lot of us have been talking about it for weeks before seeing mm-hmm. a, a second of it. But uh, the real deal
2: review is coming up a little later and Dave is here right now with a look at what's happening in sports. Hey, good morning, Jim, Cam. Uh, we'll start this morning with our Detroit Tigers. Last night's game was a story of two home runs, unfortunately, from the Padres' Juan Soto. His first home run traveled 463 feet and his second, 447 feet. That's over 900 feet of home runs for two uh, home runs from from Juan Soto. It was all they needed to beat the Tigers 5-4. to four. Tigers are now 44 and 53, but still only six games behind the first place twins in the AL Central. So we're coming to the end of July, the start of August. If you were going to tell me that the Tigers were only six games out at the beginning of the season, I think we'd all be pretty happy. So the Tigers, they're going to try to even the series later today. First pitch at 610. Moving over to the PGA. Round three of the 151st Open Championship is going on right now at Royal Liverpool in the UK. Brian Harmon has a five-stroke lead over Tommy Fleetwood. He's at minus ten. The leaders are not going to tee off till around 10:30 this morning, and uh, we're watching it right here in the studio. It's starting to rain, shocking uh, at the golf course, and it's supposed to be rain for the rest of the uh, tournament. So not not many things are better than waking up on a Saturday or Sunday morning and watching the Open Championship, <laughs> it, to me, at least. So very cool to watch um, what's going on in the U.K. over here. Heading over to soccer, the U.S. women's national team, they started their quest to become the first team, men's or women's, to win three straight World Cups. And they did it with a 3 nothing win over Vietnam last night in New Zealand. So congratulations to the uh, to the women's team. They're going to take on the Netherlands next on Wednesday. And staying with soccer, one of the most anticipated U.S. sporting debuts happened last night in Miami as Lionel Messi played his first game with Inter-Miami, and he scored the winning goal as Inter-Miami mm-hmm. defeated Cruz Azul 2-1 to in the league opener for both teams. Penalty shot for Lionel Messi. And um, that was like a huge story that he was going to yeah. move over to uh, play for that team. Came off the bench. It was like a, a Ted Lasso 100%. moment. Totally. 100%.
0: When you mm-hmm. watch that on yes. uh, on the sports uh, updates today on TV. Right.
2: Uh, uh, just huge news when he decided to come over and play for them. And in the NFL, yes, the NFL, Jim, <laughs> the Lions veterans reporting to training camp today to join the rookies who reported earlier this week. So, get ready for all the hype, Jim, as the Lions try and continue the strong, try to continue what they had last year with the strong finish that they had last season. Unfortunately, Hard Knocks has decided they were talking maybe going back to back Lions. They decided to go with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers this year.
0: All right. Well, I'm glad you uh, ended up on the Lions here because this story amazes me. It was in the free press earlier this week uh, on Twitter. Ben Fox posted the Detroit Lions have the most bets of any NFL team to win their division at Bet MGM sportsbook So the online <laughs> the online betting people say uh the Lions are getting picked to win. Wow. I mean, it's only July. Right. So, oh, Dave, can you explain good. this? How in the world are these guys laying money down? Well, not a surprise.
2: Not a surprise at all. Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers. He's now with the Jets, he's in a different conference. Um, the Lions um, are predicted by many people to win the NFC North and to host a home playoff game. I mean, a lot, the, the, the whole country's all aboard the Lions, all based on how they ended last season. But as you know, being a lifelong Detroiter, Jim, be careful when it comes to the Lions <laughs> because yeah. they all the hype, just, 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 yeah. let's, let's, let's just. We could get our hearts
1: see, broken again, but let's we're just, still in it.
2: Let's just see what happens. They, they, they you know, there's a lot, there's a huge, oh my God, there's so much hype going on with the Lions right now. It really and it's great. Is. It's great for the city. It's great mm-hmm. for the team. Uh they're all bought they're all bought in. Uh Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell. Uh I think that uh if if everybody stays healthy, they made some uh, improvements to their defense, especially the cornerback position, picked up another running back. That's going to be exciting. They've got some good receivers, Jared Goff, good game manager maybe. Well, the whole
0: aspect of uh the hype is something that if you're a Detroiter, Uh, particularly a Lions fan, you start to think, boy, the hype is kind of a jinx. I know.
3: know. Yeah, I'd (laughs) I'd rather
0: it be on the down low and people are quietly confident Mm -hmm. than uh, all this hype because it does seem to bite us in the
2: butt. The NFL did not help the hype train at all by putting the Lions on opening night in Kansas City for Game 1 on that Thursday when Kansas City is going to raise the banners for their Super Bowl last year. Right. And if the yeah. Lions happen to miraculously win that game, it's going to be out of control. All right. Well, it will be the first time if they
0: pull this off, uh, winning the division. It'll be the first time since Bill Clinton's first year in the White House. So,
1: wow. <laughs> give you some
0: perspective. All right, we're going to take a break. It's eight sixteen. Beautiful Saturday. Thanks for waking mm-hmm. up with us. You grab a cup of coffee. We're going to take a break here and come right back, and we're going to talk about something that um, Cam noticed about eating in restaurants and uh, the state of manners in 2023. We'll get into that next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. A beautiful start to our great Michigan weekend, 64 degrees right now on Telegraph Road, right where the giant whipped cream cans used to be. You When you huh? came to town, did they have those? Mm-mm, no. Michigan Avenue and Telegraph and Dearborn, uh, there was a company there that had giant whipped cream cans. They were oh, really yeah. uh, storage cylinders for, for some liquid, but they painted them up. To look like uh, whipped oh, cream cans,
1: cute. I'd love to see that.
0: It was quite a landmark for many years. It's gone now, but uh, it was it was really pretty cool, and it was kind of a a thing that uh, <laughs> when you were driving, you oh okay, I know where I am now because <laughs> these fifty foot whipped cream cans. Uh, a lot of things going on this weekend for you to enjoy. We've got the weather for it, the Northern Lights Music Festival with your boyfriend Keith Urban.
1: Where? When?
0: Up in, up in Escanaba.
1: Oh, so, no way. Escanaba in the moonlight?
0: Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> with
1: with my boyfriend, Keith Urban?
0: And the Northern Lights.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like my whole bucket yeah, list, all in yeah, one. one. You,
0: you said you wanted to see those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa will be in Clarkston. And Five for Fighting, performing at and up north. So a lot of things going on. A lot of music this weekend in the great yeah. state of michigan okay um we were talking about um you know the way things have changed over the years uh how society just seems to be so focused on self you know mm-hmm. we're all a little more selfish than we've ever been <laughs> and uh you know you can kind of say all right if that's how you want to live your life that's fine But when it starts to impact others, Mm -hmm. we take exception. And Cam had that kind of experience recently.
1: Yeah, I was in a restaurant with a friend about a week ago, and we sat down fairly upscale. And as soon as we sat down, my heart dropped because a family of four or five, like three kids and parents came in and sat right behind us. I'm like, is there anywhere else you could have put them? <laughs> they were noisy. They were running around. They were like throwing food once their food got there. And it's like the parents did nothing. And I it just ruined it. Um, I must say, I you know, of course, I've been on the other side of things because my kids were total brats when, <laughs> when they were little. And it was really hard to keep control of them. But at what point, what is your tolerance for, you know, bratty kids in a restaurant? At what point do you say enough is enough?
0: Well, I have zero tolerance, but there's not much (laughs) we can do without getting into a a whole big thing. Now, when you, when you were a a mom of young kids that couldn't sit still in a restaurant, how did you handle it?
1: Um, We would go to like Denny's (laughs) instead of, we would never go anywhere nice, but we'd, you know, we did a lot of cooking at home because I just couldn't take it—two of them at the same time. Yeah, and um, yeah. I, and I always twins. had said, "What's that?"
0: Because you had twins.
1: Yeah, I was going to say two at once, and if I ever tried to do it myself, oh, oh. but it was. Uh, yeah, I didn't. We we say uh, no restaurants till they're five. Wow. But even in New Jersey, they have a there's like a ban on children under ten. It's like, I kind of, I get it, but I don't get it. But I, whenever my kids acted up, I would always say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Right. We would go to one restaurant. My son would order whatever he got, chicken fingers. In it, and I always had this big dessert. And every single time he would barf on the table. No. <laughs> every time.
0: Oh, no. Oh, and that, I was like, "Don't uh, eat
1: that! Don't eat that!" And the same poor server was always stuck with us every time. So, oh so I get God. it, and I would wipe up the stuff, and <laughs> you, know, you know, and it's the same thing on planes. Like my kid was the one kicking the back of the seat, but at what point do you just, you know, say, "Come on, already"?
0: Well, if if you do uh, think about other folks, if you want to have some manners. About yourself and also maybe teach your kids a little lesson you would have the attitude you had which is okay we're not going to be in restaurants until they're older and we're <laughs> never going to go to a nice place but i think right. nowadays everybody is so special mm-hmm. and everybody is so concerned about uh letting their kids be themselves be, right. the, be their true selves <laughs> that um what you just described where kids are you know, all over the place and parents do nothing. Uh, I think that's pretty common. We, I think we've all experienced it.
1: So oh yeah, for sure. I,
0: I don't see very many parents picking up a, uh, a screaming kid and taking them out of the restaurant anymore.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, sometimes they will if it's like an event, but yeah, usually they just sit there and cry and then they eat their, you know, mashed potatoes and whatever it is. And yeah, I don't know if it's like a, a millennial thing or a Gen Z or I don't know what it is, but there's like no respect anymore.
0: Well, I think kids are kids and yeah. they, they kind of push the limits and they also have no sense of boundaries when they're right. super young. I think the difference is how we deal with it as adults. Right. Now I remember back in the sixties going to Sunday church, going to mass on Sunday, the mm-hmm. Catholic church had uh a big divider in the middle of the, the church and everybody with kids sat behind a glass wall.
1: Oh my gosh. That's brilliant.
0: It was called the crying room. Oh, (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, just picture a church with, um, Oh, I don't know, maybe a hundred pews. And then Mm -hmm. right in the middle, 50 pews back, they put up a wall with glass and it was pretty soundproof because they oh. had to put speakers on the other side of it. So people in the yeah. crying room could hear the mass. Crying and room. Uh, if you had little ones, you were strongly encouraged to sit in that section. Uh, and then, of course, it was always fun to, if you were sitting in the front part where, where there weren't any kids, to turn around <laughs> and look. And all you could see, because you couldn't hear them, were all yeah. these, these crying baby faces like... You know, (laughs) (laughs) screaming with their mouths open, but you couldn't, you couldn't hear anything. So that was adults saying, okay, uh, I understand how kids are, but as adults, we want to be courteous, especially in that kind of setting. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's what we're willing to do. We're willing to adjust our own lives so that uh, other people aren't bothered. Other people uh, aren't interrupted, but kids are kids. And they're either going to cry or act goofy. But nowadays, everybody's, you know, everybody's entitled to be as weird as they want to be. So I know parents just don't seem to get into it, I don't think.
1: No. When I took a trip with the kids, you know, when they were really young, you know, my son was the one kicking the back of the chair. And this lady turned around and she said, Get a hold of your kid. And I was crying. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And (laughs) hoo hoo. It's not like I didn't try, but, yeah, he was out of control. But, oh, she was so mad, and that made it even worse.
0: Right. Well, I think if if uh, restaurants started doing a policy like you're talking about in New Jersey, where mm-hmm. there was a big sign in the front that said no children under what?
1: Ten, I think it Ten? was. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they'd probably benefit from that. I think a lot of people would go there I'm... and say, okay, I, I like this right. policy. I, I don't want to be bothered. I agree. I don't want yeah. uh, kids turning around and writing their name on my sports coat <laughs> with the ketchup dispenser, you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Something to think about. You can't really yeah. blame kids too much. It's really, right. like, come on, be a be a We're
1: responsible uh, parent.
0: Yeah, a parent or a, an adult with some manners. And, right. Uh, everybody will be better off. All right. Coming up, we have some trivia for you today. We've got more tickets for Donnie Osmond in concert. That's going to be a great show. And uh, in just a second here, we're going to all take a little um, Detroit road test. Something <laughs> I found uh, a couple weeks ago, and I thought I'd try it out on Cam and Dave this morning. And you. So stand by. That's coming up next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Well, over at Hungry Howie's, They have a position in management called a CFO. But it's not the CFO title that we're used to, you know, chief financial officer. Over at Hungry Howie's, it means chief flavor officer. (laughs) So there's actually somebody over there who cooks up those irresistible flavors. And, man, they've got some new ones that sound really good. I think we're going to try this one this weekend. They have one called The Bee Sting, features sweet honey drizzle over the pizza.
2: What? Yeah. Wow. I
0: mean, that is a totally different taste, but they've tried it out. They've, you know, uh, know, offered this up for folks who work there, and they voted on it, and it sounds like a winner. And then they've got their classic cup pepperoni. We've talked about that quite a bit. And uh, jalapenos are really popular right now. So you can get any of your two favorite toppings. And if you get that on a large pizza, it's only going to cost you $12.99. Only at Hungry Howie's. Check it out this weekend. If you like to splurge on Saturday like we do, uh, we call it Hungry Howie's Saturday. Or maybe you got people coming over and you don't want to go to the grocery store and buy, you know, $200 worth of groceries to serve it up. Think about that. A large Hungry Howie's with any of those new flavors like the bee sting with honey drizzle or pepperoni and jalapenos. Just twelve ninety nine only at Hungry Howie's. Welcome back, everybody. Lots to do around the great state of Michigan this weekend. You've got the Michigan State Police Cruise Car Show in Taylor. In other words... Mm vintage cop cars
1: that's cool
0: oh it is so cool i am so into this i actually bought an old cop car years ago and it no it looked, way yeah it looked very much like uh the andy griffith yeah uh, that squad car
1: ford galaxy was yes
0: it? very good cam <laughs> i love <Yes>. that show <laughs> i had one of those uh and i used to park it uh out in front of the house mm-hmm on the weekends, boy, it cut down on speeding <laughs> and vandalism <laughs> like crazy. Uh Marshall's Bluegrass Festival is this weekend, and up in Brighton, the Yellowstone Country Music Fest is going on, and we should have perfect weather for everything. Hey, before we do this little uh Motor City driving thing, I wanted to, to take a moment here where we can talk about Tony Bennett,
3: mm-hmm. who
0: passed away this week. The great Tony Bennett at 96 years old,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and...
0: I don't know if I'm alone on this, but I was unaware until uh, stories about his passing came up that he was suffering from Alzheimer's.
1: Right. Uh, right. And, that, and when he was recording with Lady Gaga, which was only a few years ago, I don't think anyone knew.
0: No, I don't think it was a big thing. And uh, and they certainly didn't, uh, you know, make that known. So I was looking at some of the videos of the two of them performing. Uh, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga and you can you can kind of tell that she was helping him. Oh. Uh not singing because she claims even with Alzheimer's she was always afraid that he would forget her name oh. but he never forgot a single lyric.
1: Right. Or, or oh,
0: m- missed an intro musically and this makes sense if you've had to deal with uh parents or grandparents who've had this challenge, uh, long-term memory is perfect. Mm -hmm. Short-term memory is what we lose. So he was on the money with all those songs, but she often had to help him on and off stage or or tell him what they were doing next. But we really didn't see that much. So Mm -hmm. for a couple of hours, when the news broke about Tony Bennett and they were talking about his Alzheimer's, the the story kind of centered on oh that's so great that lady gaga helped him out you know kind of uh, took care of him and made sure that he looked good on stage and everything but the truth is she says it's the other way around he Aww. helped her after uh, her 2013 album kind of bombed it really didn't do well she had hip surgery Oh, yeah. She was suffering from uh, fibromyalgia and Mm -hmm. very serious pain issues. She said, I felt dead. And then I spent some time with Tony, and he just wanted to be friends, and he wanted to record. So they decided to do an album together, and uh, it was a big hit and the beginning of a beautiful relationship. So she says, no, I don't deserve any credit for helping out Tony Bennett. It was the other way around. He helped me. Uh, realize what I could do and he didn't care that uh, I did all those weird costumes and he didn't tell me <laughs> how to dress or anything. He just said be yourself. So
1: the meat dress <laughs>
0: <laughs> and everything else. I mean some of those right. are like
1: uh I uh, know they're freaky. <laughs> I can't watch the videos. I, can, I love her and I love her music and now I love her even more. She's yeah, it's, she's it's just, pretty cool. Yeah.
0: So we uh we mark with great sorrow the passing of Tony Bennett, an American legend, and just a couple days away from being ninety-seven. So, mm, wow. what a wonderful legacy, though. And yeah. f- just to put it in perspective, Frank Sinatra always said over and over again, Tony Bennett was his favorite singer. So,
1: oh, really? Oh.
0: That's quite an honor. All right. Cool. Uh, something on the fun side. The Metro Times posted this on their uh, website and in their uh, magazine, and they got this off of Reddit. So it's, it's really interesting. It's, it has to do with Detroit driving. And there's a little mm-hmm. quiz in here for, for Dave and Cam, uh, and those of you at home. So their driving tips, it's kind of like that. You know, you're from Detroit when kind of mm-hmm. thing. First of all, they say you must learn to pronounce it correctly. It's Detroit, not Detroit.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: if you say Detroit, we will assume you are from Toledo. Uh, <laughs> forget the traffic rules. Detroit has its own version of traffic rules and they <laughs> basically are hold on and pray. <laughs> uh, for example, if you actually stop at a yellow light, you're probably going to get rear ended. Eventually you're going to be cussed out and maybe more. If you're the first off the starting line, when the light turns green, yeah. you better count to five before you take off because a lot of people will be running a red light Yeah, around here. But you,
1: you know, if you stay too long, somebody right behind you honks. Like the second it turns green. <clears throat>
0: yes. And I have a lot of older cars that I drive.
1: Yeah. And yeah. they
0: just are not quick off the line. So I, I get that all the time. Uh, Shaner can only be properly pronounced by a native Detroiter. A lot of people have trouble with that. When you came to town years ago, you've been here oh. forever. Uh what were some of the names that you had the most problems with? Was Shaner one of them?
1: Shaner was one like sh- I would say Shoner. Right. Um Yipsilani. Right. <laughs> and um Gradiot. Right? Yes. Those
0: are all on here but uh, real Detroiters <laughs> know how to pronounce those. Yeah. And here's my favorite. It's one for me and my homies. Any old guy with white hair wearing a hat has the total right of way. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the last now, that here. I
1: cannot keep on board with uh-uh.
0: <laughs> the minimum acceptable speed on I six ninety six is eighty five miles an hour.
1: Anything- Same with yeah, the lodge. Oh my god, I have never the the speed on the lodge is fifty. I think I have never <laughs> seen anyone go fifty, <laughs> no. nor have I ever seen anyone pulled over <laughs> by the police.
2: No, you. It's, uh, it's like a
1: yeah. Uh, you're,
2: crazy. Doing, it's like, you're doing. <laughs> Can I just uh, say, on the lodge, having that's where I take to come down to the radio station. If you don't drive a hundred, you're going to get right. you're going to get killed.
0: You're right.
1: Yeah. If
0: if you are doing anything under eighty five, you better be all the way over to the right.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> man, that left lane on the lodge is get out of my way very. And scary it doesn't up. even matter the weather either. If it's no. raining, right. snowing, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. You better be ready to just go yeah it often looks
0: if you're in the middle lane on the lodge, especially if you're going toward detroit yeah often it will it will actually startle you a little bit that somebody comes zooming by in the left I lane know. like, like yes. they just robbed a bank yeah, you're know, like, right I
2: know and they come by they come by in teams I've seen like dodge Chargers, <laughs> they, like three of them come and they weave in and out they don't care yeah. mm-hmm. um people on people on motorcycles it's 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 crazy
3: mhm-.
0: Well, speaking of the Lodge, of course, no one from Detroit ever calls it M10. No. M10, the Lodge. Only TV people say that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So here's a quiz for you guys. All right. We know 8 Mile turns into Baseline and Vernier. We know 15 Mile turns into Maple. We know 16 Mile is Big Beaver and then becomes Mm -hmm. Metro Parkway. What does 6 Mile Road turn into?
1: Oh, you know what? I swear it was just there. Six I mile. Don't
0: know. Six I, mile. I don't know either. McNichols. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, right. okay.
0: Yeah. 17 mile road turns into what? Is it Waddles? Yes. Wow. 18 mile road is also known as
1: um Van Dyke? You know this, Van Dyke?
0: No, Long Lake. Hey, Long Lake, right. Yeah. Long oh, Lake. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 19 mile turns into what?
1: Hall Road? <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> no you're close though it's square lake square lake yeah it's long lake oh, and square lake know right yeah. right 20 mile road turns into hall okay, okay. and then highland and then m59 mm-hmm. Oh.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: all right and uh the last one here and this is great we all know this is true if someone tells you just take i-75 south <laughs> to, to get to downtown <laughs> make sure you merge onto 375 otherwise you will end up in toledo
1: that's right (laughs) yeah that little we've talked about that before that little 375 that seems to go nowhere except
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's uh, very
2: confusing let me me ask you this jim because i i have heard this real quick um the davison people i've heard is that was that the first road ever like made or not the first road but like the
0: first freeway
2: okay and Ever
1: it, like in the u s yeah,
0: and, oh, wow. and, and we all know it now is just a little kind of shortcut to get from seventy five to the lodge, yeah,- mm-hmm. it, it's very short, it's only a couple of miles I think it's three miles long
3: <laughs>
0: uh, and it's a weird little thing uh, you know if you're if you're taking the lodge south because you live on the west side, you might use Davison to get over to seventy five you know, that kind of thing. But, but it originally but, started off as like
2: the freeway. But if so, you I have to get from 75 south and you're trying to get to the lodge, you bet you, ha- you do not have a lot of time to get over to the left. Because no there's just that one little, you have to get to the far yes. left to get over it. And you have to be moving and, and look out because you got people coming. It's uh, yeah.
3: it's a little it's a bit, it's,
2: it's interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's kind of confusing. You can see why people freak out.
3: Mm, oh, um, Totally.
0: When they're visiting or when they move here. So take it easy out there. And of course, this weekend, we got I 75 northbound and southbound closed down out in Oakland County. Uh, people freaking out about that.
1: I know. Uh, so
0: <laughs> you just got to find another way up north, I guess.
3: Yes.
1: We're going to take a
0: break. We're going to come back. We got trivia for you. We have Donnie Osmond tickets for you to win and the red carpet report when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back everybody. The Great Michigan weekend on a gorgeous Saturday morning. Don't you love it when it's like this? It's nice and cool. You can air out the house, open those windows, turn the air off, and uh go out for a walk or a run. Compared
1: to those dang storms the other day, it's like ooh, this is where this
0: came through. We had some hail. I was a little worried about, but it didn't do any damage. But you saw some footage and photographs. Uh, some people got just hammered. Yeah. Scary stuff. All right. Last hour, we asked a trivia question. In what Michigan city can you find the big red lighthouse and the world's largest pickle factory? That is Holland, Michigan. <laughs> Carolyn from Dearborn and Maureen from Livonia both knew that and were the first to get through. So they're off to see Donny Osmond. And we have more tickets later on this hour also we were mentioning last hour in the red carpet report uh the new bachelor show on abc will feature golden bachelor 71 year old grandpa gary turner from indiana and cam asked is he cute my wife lynn just came down and said yeah yeah he is a handsome man
1: (laughs) okay what's his name again
0: gary turner
1: (laughs) gary turner all right i'm looking him up
0: (laughs) all right you got gary turner the, the In case golden, he doesn't,
1: yeah, find his true love on the show.
0: <laughs> golden Bachelor. And uh, uh, Sophia Begara's husband, Joe Yellow.
1: Yeah.
0: Joe is up for grabs as well. So. Joe is, oh, yeah. Boy, you and he would make a cute couple. Oh, that's nice. If That'd I only had great.
1: a chance. If I only but had a dream.
0: He's, Everybody's he's only, got a
1: dream. <laughs>
0: he's only three feet taller than you. I know. He's, I love that. He's a big man. All <laughs> he right. is. Let's uh, go over to Dave, Dave Rieger, our uh, producer on the show, and our sports director on the Great Michigan Weekend is here with
2: an update on what's happening in sports. Jim, I just got to tell you first, um, Carolyn from Dearborn. I have never in the history of this show talked to somebody who was so excited to win the the a prize. Oh, great! Oh, uh, she was like, I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about a Donnie Osmond fan? Wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't would. underestimate any of these uh, people that were big. I know. Um, mm-hmm. in the like 60s, mm-hmm. 70s, you can laugh and say, Oh, Donnie Osmond, but no, oh, there are fans
2: out there. She had me re, t- she had me say to her all her information back to her twice to make sure that it was all <laughs> correct. <laughs> that it was, it, <laughs> yeah.
1: she wasn't dreaming. <laughs>
2: no, very excited. So congratulations oh. to her and to Maureen. Very, oh, very um, happy. Both of them. We'll start this morning with the Tigers. Jim, last night's game was a story of two home runs from Padres Juan Soto. His first traveled 463 feet and his second 447 feet. And that was enough for the San Diego Padres to beat the Tigers 5-4. That's over 900 feet of home runs. And I saw both of them. Last night was weird. It was one of those games that was on Apple TV+. Plus. It was one of those special games that MLB has a deal with Apple TV+. Plus. So on Friday right. nights... They do. Um, so both those home runs were absolute bombs. Uh, they were hit deep into Comerica Park. Cool. So uh, Tigers now forty four fifty three, but still only six games behind the first place Twins in the AL Central. So you know they still got a chance. I would say you know just keep on you know trying to move forward with this team. They're in a really bad division, and uh, they have a legit chance to maybe make some noise in uh, August and September.
0: Right. But it, let's not
2: jinx things
0: by, uh, you, you know, coming up with a bunch of hype. Cause boy, right. that never works. Correct.
2: That never exactly. works. For we'll, us. we'll talk about That's hype awesome. later on in the sports uh, update here. Uh, Detroit tries to even the series later today. First pitch at 610. Moving over to the PGA, the third round of the one hundred fifty first Open Championship is going on right now at Royal Liverpool Golf Club in the UK. We're watching it here in the studio. Brian Harmon is a five stroke lead over Tommy Fleetwood. He's at minus ten. The leaders are going to tee off at about ten thirty this morning, and uh, it has started to rain, which is uh, nothing uh, surprising over there in the UK for these uh, events. You got to have a lot of a lot of we're watching the the golf and there's everybody's dressed in like, you know, jackets and gore-tex and vests and that's what happens when you play over there across the pond. So, we'll find out who's going to win. Um Harman in American, uh, this would be his first major. Heading over to soccer, the US women's national team, they started their quest to become the first team men's or women's to win three consecutive straight world cups with a 3 nothing win over Vietnam. They uh, will next take on the Netherlands on Wednesday. Watched a little bit of that last night on Fox. That was kind of cool. Staying with soccer, one of the most anticipated U.S. sporting debuts happened last night in Miami as Lionel Messi played his first game with Inter-Miami. And he scored the winning goal on a penalty kick as they defeated Cruz Azul 2-1 to in the league opener for both teams. This was big news when Lionel Messi decided to join um, Inter-Miami. And talking about the hype, Jim, moving over to the NFL, Lions veterans reported to training camp today to join the rookies who reported earlier in the week. So you want to talk about some hype? Get ready because it's going to start. You're going to hear reports from Alan Park every single day leading up to that Thursday at Arrowhead when the Lions travel to Kansas City to open up the NFL season against the Super Bowl champ, Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Well, I'm all for being enthusiastic and, uh, you know, being a team player and a, and a supporting fan. But man, we go overboard on the hype and then it bites us in the butt and then we feel <laughs> terrible afterwards. Uh, I think the same thing was about to happen with the Red Wings and their signing of, uh, that new player. Yes. <laughs> it was like one guy's going to win the Stanley Cup for the whole team. Right.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, right. I'll take, I'll take a 40 goal scorer. Especially a guy for a, a, a local guy coming home. So
0: oh, of course, no question about you know. Yeah. What a Great, what a great pick that is. You still it's believe
2: just, in the you still believe in the Iser plan, don't you? There, Jim. Sure. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's actually all part of Scotty's plan. Oh, that Scotty's, just, Okay. Okay. <laughs> handed handed down to Eiser. Got right it.
2: Man. Are you on? Um, you know, they they talk about these people who follow Steve Eiserman. Um, I've heard them called Steve bots. Are you a, Steve a, bots? Yeah, are you a Steve bot?
0: Not really. I have great faith in Steve Iserman, uh but I wouldn't consider myself a Steve bot.
2: Okay. Uh, All right. So, you, so that you sounds be- like somebody who's just faithfully following, no matter what. So you, be- yeah. So you believe in the Izen plan, but you're not. Yep. you're But you're not far enough to be considered a Steve bot yet
0: no not really i don't want to make make that commitment at this point Uh, (laughs) but i i do believe if it's possible it will happen and that he's brilliant and uh i do have high hopes for the wings i just this hype thing we get into which you know i blame ourselves it's mostly the media that gets into this yeah just
2: can't let go kind of like um kind of like we blamed you for the michigan panthers I guess we'll, we'll just we'll just start blaming you for the tigers and the Lions okay. and the wings too. It might as just well. yeah, just
0: pile it on. I yeah, might help. as well.
2: You can you can yeah, you're good. You, you're you're strong enough will to handle it, right? Yeah,
0: sure. okay. Sure. Send it in my direction. Cool.
2: All right, we're gonna take a break. Um, did you have any more, Dave? That, that's all we got going on. We're okay. just uh, with Brian and I are just sitting here watching some golf uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Love and life. Okay. All right, we're gonna take a break. Come back. We have a couple
0: more items on the red carpet report. One of them is really kind of uh shocking. Stand by, that's coming up next when the great Michigan weekend continues. Here on News Talk 760, WJR. Last hour, we mentioned hey, gang, last hour we were talking about Hungry Howies, and they have somebody that works over there called the CFO, but it is not the chief financial officer, instead, it's the chief. Flavor officer. Boy, that sounds like a fun job. And you know, every hour of every day, their chief flavor officer is obsessing over the tastiest ingredients, combining them to create all kinds of new flavor combinations for your taste buds. Some of these things you never even thought would be good. And boy, they are delicious. So hungry Howie's is introducing their latest master pizza. It's called the bee sting featuring. Their sweet honey drizzle. Now, I was talking about this with Lynn and uh was saying, wow, I wonder what that would taste like. Is that like a sugar and then salty combination? And we were just intrigued by the whole concept. Sounds really good. And, of course, if you're not up for something like honey drizzle, they have their cup pepperoni and jalapeno pizza. Oh, mama, that sounds good to me. (laughs) Any two of your favorite toppings, try a large today for just twelve ninety nine, only at Hungry Howie's. And later on this hour, we will announce our Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week. We're asking you to write us and tell us about somebody who did something rather heroic in your life, big or small. Just write us at Hero at WJR.com, and every week we'll pick a winner. And that person and you for nominating them will each receive... Some pizzas from Hungry Howie's with one topping. The Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week, because Howie's believes we all need a little hero in our life these days. That'll be coming up a little later on on the Great Michigan Weekend. Welcome back, everybody. The Great Michigan Weekend on a beautiful Saturday. Perfect weather for the Farmington Founders Festival and the Cat Fanciers Association (laughs) Cat Show in Taylor. Up in Jackson, they've got a hot air jubilee. That would be great on a day like today. And it's the Hiawatha Music Festival in Marquette, Michigan. I bet that would be fun. Uh 921. we um, didn't have time to get in all the items on the red carpet report, and we will uh, try to get into that now. Uh, there was one crazy thing that you found, right?
1: Yeah, it's sad, um, but it is crazy. Jessica Simpson is flat broke. You know, she once, you know, she ran a billion dollar empire with her yeah. clothes and she's acting. And now uh, she has massive debt, no more acting gigs. And and her fashion line was sold and she spent all her money. Wow. Um, She was spending out of control. So now she's budgeting. But she said in like a sit down interview, she went to a Louis Vuitton store and tried to buy a three thousand Duffel bag for her daughter's eleven-year-old birthday or something. Credit card denied. Ooh,
0: that's. Then
1: she said she went to Taco Bell after that. Credit card denied.
0: Ooh, wow, that yeah. is both ends of the spectrum. Three thousand dollar duffel bag, and right. uh, uh, you know burrito supreme, <laughs> and you can't get either. That's that's sad. You know, it's yeah, funny it all all those women from that kind of era. Seem to be popping up in the news. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan is a mom.
1: Oh, she is?
0: Yes. She and her husband welcomed a baby boy on Monday. Uh, Baby was born in Dubai where she and her husband have lived since they got married last year. They named the son Luai, L-U-A-I, Luai, I believe, which uh, in Arabic is is, uh, shield or protector. Oh, okay. Which is a good name. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those uh those TB babes in the 90s <laughs> are popping back up in the news. Yeah. Uh here's one that you can't really go by what they say uh on Radar on online and Sky News because sources are saying it's not true, but those two outlets are saying Harry and Meghan are headed for divorce. <laughs>
1: Yep, I should not laugh, but you, you know, see, you never know.
0: They it say uh, they are now taking time apart from each other, having been worn down by public backlash, failed business deals, public spats, and of course all the problems with the family, the royal family. However, sources close to the couple say don't believe the rumors. Harry and Meghan continue to be very much in love and happy. But here's a story. I knew you'd like this story. Uh, apparently, when the Queen died, Harry and Meghan reached out to the White House people and said, hey, can we fly back to America with you guys on Air Force One? Yes. To which the White House replied, no. No. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> That's. Uh, I did hear that. They apparently wanted That's to fine. hang out, uh, get some, you know, that would look good for them to be considered yeah. so famous. Uh, Right. You know, they would be invited on Air Force One. Allowed. uh, Yeah. Yeah. But uh, talk about denied. (laughs) Uh, That's a big one. And then uh, you want to talk about Barbie here?
1: Oh, if we must. Yes. Um, Yeah. So what? Yesterday was opening day. Right. I have seen enough pink to last me a lifetime. But I have heard pretty good reviews. Still never going to see it, but. I, I don't, I still am not getting the hype. I'm hoping it dies down, but like some people are saying, it's terrible. What a waste of time and money and hype and other, some of my friends are like, it was so cute.
0: Well, we asked people on Facebook a couple of days ago, uh, to review it. And of course, nobody has seen it yet now right. this morning that may change. So next week right. we have more for you, but, uh, there's no question. The hype has been off the hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to get right down to it. The nitty gritty later on when Dave comes in and gives us a review of both the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, one thing I, I have seen a lot of is some of the reviews from people who actually do movie reviews, you know, not, not TV people or people that are into the hype. Regular critics mm-hmm. are saying, uh, it's, first of all, it's not for kids. No, it's some serious, uh, Serious. References. Things. Yeah. References um, and some of the humor. Uh, also that it is, it does kind of have an agenda that goes beyond what you would think for a Mattel toy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: um, anyway, I, it, it, there's so much going on with it. I, I think I the the initial reports tomorrow will be that it was a big hit and box office numbers were good. Oh, sure. It's going
1: to be number right. one.
0: But I think by the middle of next week, it will all that will change, and people will be saying it's another woke project that Hollywood did that has failed. What well, that's just my Fing-
1: opinion. Fingers crossed. I just can't wait to not hear about it and see news anchors wearing hot pink.
0: Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny yesterday. Uh, some of the local news anchors, all the women were wearing pink. -hmm.
1: And one of the guys had a a pink tie on. Oh, okay. So they they were simpatico. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I think TV people were eating it up big time.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, But
0: Dave will have a review for us a little bit later on. One person did post on my Facebook page uh, who did see it. Uh, No, actually, she said, I haven't seen it yet. I don't intend to see it because I think Barbie will be a bigger bomb than the one that's featured in the Oppenheimer movie.
1: Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, snap.
0: Yeah, we'll get some more insight when Dave tells us what the films were really about. He saw both, and we'll give us a review in just a little bit. Coming up on the Great Michigan Weekend, when we continue here on News Talk 760, WJR. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. It's the year of the cam. Who is <laughs> uh- <laughs> that, was Who's cool that?
1: Al-, Al Stewart?
0: Yes, very good. You have a great memory for oldies.
1: Uh, I do. 9.32 here on
0: Saturday morning. We've got 67 degrees on the west side of the Belle Isle Bridge where the folks like to fish. Okay? Mm -hmm. Good Mm -hmm. fishing right there. A lot of things going on this weekend if you're up for an outside adventure. The Michigan Shakespeare Festival is going on in Canton. Michigan Summer Beer Festival in Ypsilanti. Verve Pike performing in Grand Rapids, and Spongebob the Musical at the Baldwin Theater.
1: (laughs) Love Spongebob.
0: And also Hot Days Cool Art, an exhibit and sale in Plymouth. And for Dave, out in Kalamazoo, the DC Superheroes Traveling Exhibit is going on, which, uh, boy, if you're a Batman fan, that's probably a pretty, (laughs) pretty cool thing. All right, uh, we were talking about all kinds of things going on in showbiz land. I wanted to mention a couple of uh, things you might want to check out on TV if you're if you're done with all the hype and you you don't want to hear any more about Barbie or or even Oppenheimer. Uh, something that's kind of interesting, I find it very entertaining and it's also educational. I don't know if you've been watching History Channel; they've been doing this series called "The Foods That Built America." It's really oh, cool. Really. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's a documentary, but they use actors to act out what's going oh, okay. on.
1: Okay. Right. And they
0: talk right. about all the great foods that built America, like Campbell's soup and, mm-hmm. and, uh, Heinz ketchup and everything. They're doing a new show starting tomorrow called the mega brands that built America featuring Costco, Walmart, Procter and Gamble. Wow. So you, uh, learn a little about how these companies started. You know, it's always. It's it's always some guy in his garage or his basement or a woman in in her kitchen putting together something and has a dream. Uh, Mm -hmm. The History Channel. Those are really good shows, and they're family-friendly, so if you're up for that. Here's one you might like, Cam. It's going to be on Apple TV and Hulu. It's called A Little White Lie, and it's a a romantic comedy about a a down-on-his-luck handyman who's never read a book in his life, and he gets mistaken for a famous writer who's been in hiding for 20 years. So (laughs) people come up to him and go, hey, aren't you that writer guy? Well, he has nothing to lose, so he ends up living out and acting out that that (laughs) part. Um, And then, of course, has a romance in there, too. It's Kate Hudson, Don Johnson, Michael Shannon, and Zach Braff. So that could be fun. Don
1: Johnson, as in Don Johnson?
0: Yeah. Really? Miami Miami Vice (laughs) Don Johnson. Yeah. Uh, And then we started watching something that we thought was pretty good, City Primeval. It's it's the latest in that series, Justified. Remember Timothy Oliphant? He played the sheriff on Deadwood. Oh, yeah. And then he played in Justified which it's been some time since that show was on. Well, they've kind of rebooted it, and it takes place here in Detroit.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So it's it's a pretty good setup. It's an Elmore Leonard novel. Oh,
1: we did talk. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. and Timothy Olyphant uh, plays this uh, Kentucky marshal who comes up here to uh, testify in a case and ends up being dragged in by the Detroit PD to help them solve some crimes. It's pretty cool.
1: Mm. Good. Only oh, a couple of up,
0: so a couple of things to uh watch out for there, and then uh, we were talking about the <laughs> the road situation with i seventy five north and southbound up there by uh what in Oakland county uh square Lake, north and southbound closed off, and people are freaking out uh, there's something else to consider, and it's coming up soon, August the fifth that's a Saturday. It's only a couple of weeks away. Now listen to what we're going to have to deal with. Smokey Robinson will be doing a special hometown concert at the Fox. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's going to be a big show because the great Smokey is
1: just,
0: he's without compare.
1: Right.
3: But
0: also it's the same night that Madonna will be at Little Caesars Arena
1: Rescheduled, yeah,
0: yeah. So you got Smokey and Madonna downtown, that's her first Michigan concert since 2015. Then, a few blocks away, Dave and his friends will be over at the WWE event, the biggest one since WrestleMania at uh, the home of the Lions. Ford Field will be host to SummerSlam, that's going on the same night.
1: SummerSlam, okay, SummerSlam,
0: and (laughs) next to the Fox Theater. Indie rockers Mount Joy will be performing at the Fillmore. And a couple of blocks down, uh, there's another concert at the Music Hall. And Dion Cole will be at the Motor City Casino. And if that's not enough, the Tigers have a home game at Comerica Park against Tampa Bay.
1: Oh, my gosh. Wow. (laughs) All that.
0: Happening on August the fifth. We'll remind you when we get closer. And of course, uh, if, if you got tickets to any of those events, you may want to start looking on the maps and uh, trying to figure out your whole right strategic parking plan because that one...
1: Oh, yeah, the parking. Oh man,
0: that's always yeah a little tricky. You
3: know, mm-hmm. it's
1: like
0: um, mm-hmm. it's like trying to find parking for a Greektown Casino. You know, oh, yeah. it's like uh, yeah. First of all, you, it, Greek Town itself is not the best place to
1: park. <laughs> right, right. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and the, those lots, you know, that they open for the the big games and stuff. I mean, you'll pay fifty bucks. That yeah, point. that's yeah. where
0: it's really gone off the rails. I think. Uh, yeah, if you're going to go to an event nowadays, is not just the ticket price. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to start factoring in gas. You know, yeah, yeah. We all have to do that. But the parking is insane, mm-hmm. and then you know when you're spending uh, forty bucks for for breakfast at a diner, you know, kind of translate that exactly. Into yeah, what happens when you go to these events? It's crazy,
3: mm-hmm. it's
0: just crazy. All right, there's a new thing going on now that apparently is pretty popular among married couples, especially those who've been married a long time. It's called. Sleep divorce. <laughs> and what it means is one in three Americans say they've actually chosen a sleep divorce to save their marriage, which simply means they don't sleep together.
1: I'm in. If that should ever occur again, I do not, I will require a separate bedroom. Really? Yeah.
0: Without even having a, you know, a particular person in the equation, you just, you don't want to Correct. sleep yeah. in the same room. <laughs> just, yeah,
1: no. Really? Sleep. You know, no, we can watch TV or we can do whatever, but sleeping, go our separate ways. And really? bathrooms, by the way.
0: Well, yeah, s- separate bathrooms. Uh boy, if you've got that option, that, that that's a good one. But uh I don't know. Sleeping in separate rooms is something you always, I always thought was something you made fun of, you know, people on TV. Right, like a, rich people, like, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: the queen, and <laughs> yeah, <Prince Philip. laughs> so what um, is
0: what is your issue? You just don't like uh, somebody don't... that much in your space while you
1: exactly. sleep, or you're yeah, you're restless Sleeping or wise. And I, um, have no tolerance for snoring, and, <laughs> and I do have a, a friend, a couple who they've always had separate bedrooms because the husband snores like a buzzsaw. And it's like you know they're still together. They just can't sleep in the same room because she can't take his snoring. I can understand,
0: <laughs> I understand it if it gets down to, uh, especially a snoring issue. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, boy, if you're a, if you're ne- if you're the person who's sleeping with a snorer and it wakes mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, and then you have to worry about sleep apnea and somebody. Yeah, you know, that can yeah. be dangerous. But I don't know. I don't think I could. Uh, we talked about this, Lynn and I. We, I don't think we could be in separate rooms unless Aww, one of us unless funny. one of us was sick. You know, right? Yeah. Like when we yeah. got COVID, I got it first, and I said, mm-hmm. uh, "Well, you know, I can I can do the thing where I go up into you know a bedroom and just hang out there for five days." And she said, No, what the heck? You know, we're both going to get it anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. Like we, chicken
1: pox. Yeah, you yeah. might as well get it over with. <laughs>
0: yeah. I Hardly. I didn't we, mean
1: to make that comparison because they weren't the same, but. But uh, we,
0: I don't think we would, we would like that at all. You know?
1: Really? Oh, that's sweet. Well, I just can't.
0: Yeah. You get to a point, I think, where you just want to be with what's comfortable. Right. And I think for some people, like the way you're describing it, you just don't want. Any Anything to be that much of an interruption to your nightly Correct. sleep.
1: Yes, exactly. Because I don't get much as it is.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, about one third of Americans in a survey said, yep, we're going for it. <laughs> we are filing for sleep divorce.
1: <laughs> filing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it's been around for years. Of course, we've, we've you know, seen it in movies and uh, in mm-hmm. olden days, separate beds. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, and on TV, they didn't even show couples in the same bed until, you know, the late sixties, early seventies. But a lot of people say it, it's really helped our relationship. And also, uh, if you're thinking about the romantic part of it, it can be kind of sexy. To invite <laughs> someone over to the other bedroom.
1: <laughs> Want to come over? Yeah, exactly. i got snacks.
0: All right. So if you have any strong feelings about this or if you and your uh, significant other are going through a sleep divorce, we'd like to hear about it. Write us mm-hmm. and tell us how that's working out for you. We're going to take a break and come back. We have more Donnie Osmond tickets, the hot ticket today on the Great Michigan Weekend. And Dave is going to give us his review of... Both Barbie and Oppenheimer. Next, when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk seven sixty WJR. Okay, welcome back. Uh one more chance at Trivia and Donnie Osmond Tickets for his big show at the Fox July twenty-fifth, prize valued at ninety-nine bucks. Our rules are at WJR.com, and you can buy them at 313presents.com, the Fox Theater Box Office, and all Ticketmaster outlets. The question is which city in Huron County has a name that sounds like a tree chopping tool that's mm. misbehaving?
1: <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, what city in Huron County has a name that sounds like a tree chopping tool that's misbehaved? <laughs> Give us the call 1-800-859-0WJR. That's one eight hundred eight we will take the first two people with the right answer. All right. Uh, we wanted to talk about, uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Uh, Dave actually saw both films. Dave, uh, do you want to give us your rundown here on, on both
2: films? So yes, I did my version of Barbenheimer as they are calling it. Uh, Barbie on Monday and Oppenheimer on uh, Tuesday. Barbie was not what I expected. It is rated PG thirteen, and um, I will say that the 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 message is a basically a message of women's empowerment that Barbie offers, and it is um, it's really not for kids, and that might be why it's rated PG thirteen. I think adults are going to like it. I think people in their thirties and their forties are going to really enjoy Barbie, but it's kind of going to go over the kids' heads. The uh, the social commentary, and um, it's it's basically a story of Barbie living in Barbie Land, and Margot Robbie's character is the perfect Barbie, but she starts to have problems, and what we find out is that the person who owns the Barbie doll in the real world. Is kind of whatever they're feeling or however they treat that doll, it affects the Barbie in the Barbie land. So she has to go to the real world to find the person that is her owner and try to fix what's going on. And Pass. when yeah, and, the, and when and when she goes <laughs> when she goes to Barbie to, to the real world, Ken, who's kind of treat kind of treated like he's just kind of a doofus. He takes mm-hmm. over, and they and they make it like Ken Dome. And so when Barbie comes back, then they have, then she's got that to deal with. So it's wow. it's it's interesting movie actually. Okay. I mean, could All this right.
1: could this be a joke that somebody said Ryan Gosling could actually get a Best Supporting Actor Oscar? I have for this. To, I got
2: to tell you, he was really good. He was really good oh, at his character. He actually was. Uh, he was yeah. funny. I mean, there were funny parts about of it. So yeah. Lord help us. I don't. I don't That'll necessarily. <laughs> I don't necessarily see him getting an Oscar for it, but he, but, yeah. but he was but he was really good. I okay. have to Oppen- say,
0: Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. I'm hearing, Oppen-
2: I'm hearing many reviews on it. Oppenheimer was um, told in like three parts. The three parts of Oppenheimer's life. The first part being like the story of how he got interested in. Of the making of the of the atomic bomb, and then actually going to to the process of learning how to put it together, and then they actually build the bomb. And I think that it's like a docudrama, as I like to call it. It's very, um, it's very, uh, you know, interesting how they they keep on jumping around to different times of his life, and you find that like. His wife at one point was part of the of, you know, the the Communist Party. And that came back on him, even though she 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 wasn't afterwards. And I think that he felt remorse. I think it was like, wow, you know, I have created this bomb, but then it gets dropped on here, you know, gets dropped on Hiroshima and he fails like, wow, this actually like hurt people because they show a scene where they test it and everybody's cheering and they're so excited 'Cause they had this uh, you know, this whole city that they built down in Los Alamos to to test it and to build it. And then the government takes it away from him and he's not actually allowed to go with it and then they go and they drop it. And he kind of feels like, Wow, like what did I create? It's almost you know, he was on the cover of Time magazine, he got to go visit the president. Right. But I think that he felt remorse because they were coming at him for the whole communist thing on one on one aspect, and the other aspect was Boy, I um, you know, I created this this bomb that was used, and it hurt a lot of people.
0: Well, I'll tell you one thing based on what you just said about uh, the remorse. I hope the people that have been creating the AIs take a good look at this film, and maybe say the same kind of thing. You, Boy, it was, you know, it's really, kind of it's kind of. It's- this- careful
2: yeah you you know it's kind of on the same parallel really if you think about it um but it was uh, Christopher Nolan very well done uh Barbie I gave it like a six out of ten me personally (laughs) but it will be huge I think a lot of people will love it and Oppenheimer Oppenheimer I give it I give it an eight out of ten it was a little long it was three hours so but but I'll tell you Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) was great um Uh, Matt Damon was great. Casey Affleck was, and there were so many stars and there was a lot of stars in Barbie too. Both movies had tons of Hollywood power. I mean, they really did as far as, but um, I think that uh, if you're, uh, if you go into Barbie, you'll laugh. And I think, but I think it's for adults. Oppenheimer, it, it, you know how the story ends. It, um, it's Mm -hmm. just, um, you know, and you, you know, Christopher Nolan did it in like you know the seventy millimeter, and go see it in IMAX. And it would you know it's like six miles of film, and it weighs like two hundred pounds to get, to get it into the theater and all that. But okay. he always does a good job. Obviously, you know, Dark Knight. So enough said right, right. there. Good review,
0: Dave, on both of those, and a very fair, objective review, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you for that. And uh, along the lines of AI and Barbie, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, this is pretty scary somebody put this together last week using artificial intelligence taking Johnny Cash's recording of Folsom Prison Blues you remember that song Mm -hmm. and then using AI to come up with a Barbie song, check this out
3: Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash This is AI I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, life is plastic, it. it's fantastic, you can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Oh, come on, Barbie, let's go
0: Barbie, cause I'm in a Barbie. Now, obviously, the guy made it clear several times.
1: Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash. Yeah, (laughs) It's on
0: YouTube if you want to watch the whole thing. It's pretty scary because they show the graph of uh, the original recording, Folsom Prison Blues, Mm -hmm. and uh, the graph underneath it, which is the AI and how how it's mixed. It's crazy.
1: It's funny, but yes, crazy.
0: So who knows where this is all going to end? It's
1: it's it's, every day.
0: It's going to be a brave new world, folks. All right. Before we leave, something positive to leave you with. It's our Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week, where we ask you to write us and tell us about somebody special. And this is somebody that could inspire all of us. Jennifer Reynolds wrote us to tell us about her mom, Anne. Anne Roop. She's a hero for sure. She never stops helping others. She helped me several years ago when I lost my husband. Uh, She tirelessly made sure I was okay. She took care of my older brother. She took care of my dad through innumerable diseases after 59 years of marriage until he passed from COVID. She's been taking care of my youngest brother and his wife, who both had injuries from accidents. She's been taking care of her sister through illness, allowing her to stay with her. She adores military soldiers and their families. She is single-handedly packed and mailed boxes of supplies and goodies to soldiers. She's 81 years old and a true warrior. She loves Jesus and pizza. (laughs) Amen. That's my favorite religion right there. So, Jennifer, (laughs) thank you for telling us about your mom and Roop, our Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week. We're going to send you both some pizzas from Hungry Howie's with one topping. And if you'd like to get in on the Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week... All you have to do is write us a little email. Tell us your story, just like Jennifer did, and write to hero at wjr.com. That's hero at wjr.com. And uh, we'll pick some winners next week. All right. uh, The answer to the trivia question was bad Axe. That was pretty easy. (laughs) It was easy. All right. We're (laughs) going to let uh, Cam get some rest. She was at a wedding (laughs) last night.
1: I'm headed straight to bed after this.
0: Okay. Happy trails, everybody. We will see you guys next week on the great. Michigan Weekend.